The ICAEW Guide to Successful Job Search with Simon Gray. Hello and welcome to the ICAEW Guide to Successful Job Search. My name is Simon Gray. I'm a chartered accountant, former professional recruiter and founding director of Career Codex. I hope you found the first two podcasts really useful and this is the third in the series. And in this episode, we're going to take a look at psychology and why the right beliefs and thinking are critical to finding success in the job market. Let's start with some common beliefs that many people I've interviewed over the years hold. Things like, well, there aren't many positions out there. It's going to be really tough. There are lots of other candidates out there with better skills and experience than I have. I should be grateful for any job I'm offered. I can't afford to be picky. If you believe things like this, you think things like this, and let me ask you this question. If you think like this, how much action are you likely to take? This could be a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think negative thoughts, well, aren't you likely to get negative outcomes? With the above beliefs, you're likely to succumb to what I call the pinball effect. You might remember that game, pinball, from the arcades, where that little ball bounces around and you have to try and control it with those two little flippers at the bottom. The pinball effect is how most people experience the job market because they're bounced around the job market in all directions with little control over their outcome or success. In the job market, you see, there is no static ground. You're either on the upward spiral or the downward spiral. On the downward spiral, inaccurate beliefs are reinforced, you take less and less action and fail to get the results you want. This reinforces more inaccurate beliefs and the downward spiral continues down, down, and further down. This is why many skilled and capable candidates fail to impress at interview. The job market's taken its toll and they're in the wrong place psychologically to secure the job they deserve. The longer they're in the job market, the worse it gets. And even if the right job were to turn up, because psychologically they're not in the right place, even if they've got exactly the right skills and experience for that position, they're unlikely to be the one that gets hired. So think about your current beliefs about the job market and your position in the job market and ask, why do I believe what I believe? Why do I think what I think? And what impact is this having on the action I'm prepared to take? Your beliefs fuel your thoughts, fuel your actions, which ultimately leads to your success or failure in terms of your job search. I want to take a moment just to talk about positive thinking because often the advice for people in the job market is, well, just think positively and all will be well. But in my opinion, positive thinking doesn't work as its effects are only temporary. It's really your beliefs and your beliefs that are important because they fuel your thoughts and in turn your actions. Changing your beliefs is possible but requires conscious effort over time. And I'm going to share with you now five things you can start doing today to change your beliefs and ultimately your fortunes in the job market. First off, take responsibility. In life, it's tempting to be responsibility dodgers. Many of us are, because we don't want to be accountable. As soon as you take responsibility for something, you're accountable for it, and there's an expectation that you'll deliver an outcome. Take responsibility, don't dodge it, and ditch the excuses. Get past this fear of failure and become accountable and don't just rely on the actions of others. This is why I said on a previous episode, you can use job boards, you can talk to professional recruiters, but you need to do a little bit more. You can't just rely on other people to find success in the job market. Secondly, beware of self-talk. 
We all have self-talk, don't we? This is the little voice inside your head that reinforces good things or more often than not tells you bad things that stop you taking consistent action. Because how you talk to yourself is who you become. Various people I've met over the years demonstrate different language and the clue that I always got about whether they were likely to be successful or not was how they spoke about themselves and how they spoke to me. People who use phrases like I can, I will, tended to be successful compared to others who use phrases like I can't, I'll try, I might. And how they talk to themselves ultimately dictated the results that they got. We all use search engines and of course Google is the most popular search engine in the world. And your brain is a little bit like Google. If you put thoughts into your brain like, I can't, it's not possible, it's going to be difficult, well, guess what? Just as a search engine, your brain serves up results that reinforce what you put in. So you have to change your language. You have to change your self-talk. And how you talk to yourself will ultimately impact on the results that you get. So how do you change this self-talk? And how do you identify times where you might need to make this change? Well, one of the best ways I've found to identify excuses and disempowering self-talk is to keep a diary or what I call a thinking journal. This is a record of all the activity you take in the job market and more importantly, what things mean to you and what was going on in your head at the time. So, for example, you may have had an interview. It may not have gone so well. What did that mean to you? Write it down. Make a record of it because you might find that you're reinforcing negative behaviours by how you're talking to yourself. This brings excuses and disempowering self-talk into your conscious mind, where you can make a change and is important in maintaining discipline when we start to talk about planning your job search. Thirdly, practice detachment. So as you discover when we move on to planning, it's important to have a clearly defined end goal of the job that you want. However, it's also important to detach yourself from the past and also the future to experience the moment. We hear a lot about mindfulness, become very popular, about being present in the moment. This relates to practicing detachment because what happened yesterday actually has no bearing on what happens today or tomorrow. You may have had a really bad interview yesterday, but it doesn't mean that your interview today will go the same way. In fact, what you learned yesterday will probably help you do a better interview today. Today is all you have to control. The moment you're in now is all you have to control. Tomorrow is completely out of your control for the moment. What counts is what you do now. And thinking about mindfulness, well, being present and really understanding what's happening in this present moment now opens you up to opportunities that you may otherwise miss. Fourthly, focus on the process, not the prize. And I like to tell a little story here to illustrate this point. So I go to the gym on a regular basis and uh, in January, what happens in gyms? Well, you see lots and lots of new people join. They're persuaded to over Christmas and the marketing effort is to get them in the gym in January to burn off the calories that they've put on over the Christmas period. But what happens by February, March time is most of the people that joined have probably left or aren't turning up on a regular basis because they came with unrealistic expectations. They do a gym session, they get on the scales, they look in the mirror, they perhaps not lost the weight they expected to lose or built the muscle size they expected to build in a particular period of time. And as a result, they give up or quit. If only they'd have stayed on a little bit longer and focused on the process of getting to the gym and working out, you know, in six months, 12 months time, they'd have that physique, they'd have lost that weight, but they became too obsessed on the prize, which stopped them doing the process. And it's exactly the same in the job market. Focus on the process, which you'll define when we get onto planning, and the outcome will take care of itself. 
Your job is just to run the process each and every day. You'll have good days and you'll have bad days, but your job is just to run your process and to keep going no matter what. And there's also a difference between certainty and probability and a certainty and probability mindset because you can't control everything that happens in the job market. You can't be certain that the interview you're on today will be the job you're offered. So you have to take consistent action and regular action because it's all about probability. The more action you take, the higher probability there is that you'll find and secure the job that you want. And finally, point five, put yourself on the pedestal. You know, put yourself on there, nobody else. You have skills, you have great experience, and you're completely unique. You've got loads to offer an employer. And what's more, now you know of the existence of the hidden market and the employers actually want to hear from you, providing you approach them in the right way. Recognising your worth, along with the other ways we've discussed to change your beliefs, moves you from a reactive state, where you take very little action and receive what's given, to a proactive state, where you take diligent and consistent action to find and secure the position you really want, not just the one you see advertised. You're listening to the ICAEW Guide to Successful Job Search with Simon Gray. And I'm now joined in the studio by Jonathan Firth, Managing Director at Michael Page Finance and Consultancy. Hi there. One of the things that um, candidates experience in the job market is that it's full of ups and downs and maintaining the right state of mind when approaching the job market is critical. Um, How important is that uh, when you're thinking about putting a candidate in front of one of your clients in terms of where they are, uh, in terms of their experience so far in the job market? I think it's very important. Uh, The way the job market works in interviewing is a far from perfect way of selecting someone for a job. It just happens to be the best that we have at the moment. And therefore, it is a bit of a game in some respects. And I do advise people that when they first come out, they just have to go to a few interviews to understand how they work, to practice, to see what answers are working for them and what are not. Equally, One of the biggest things people buy way beyond experience is energy and enthusiasm. So you have to go into every interview with energy and enthusiasm. Otherwise, whatever your experience might be, it will not be successful. Thank you. The application process can be turbulent with the inevitable dose of rejection. Um, Do you have any advice for uh, our listeners out there as to how to manage uh, rejection, how to perhaps learn from it and how to use it moving forwards? I think you have to understand that when you apply for a job, There's an awful lot about that organisation and job that you don't know about. You don't know the other people in the department. You don't know a lot of the politics that are around. So sometimes you just don't fit exactly what they were looking for. And you have to accept that and not take it, you know, in, in a massively negative fashion. Equally, though, you should listen to the feedback. Um, and learn from that. Listen to what they say. And if the feedback isn't good, try and gain more of it because then you can learn where you may be making mistakes. But at other times, it may just be that there was someone who was a closer fit and everything you're doing is right and you need to go on to the next one. Jonathan Firth, Managing Director, Michael Page, Finance and Consulting. Thank you very much. Great advice. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Listen to the rest of the ICAEW Guide to Successful Job Search at icaew.com forward slash career podcasts. In this podcast episode, we've taken a look at the importance of psychology in finding success in the job market and how what you believe impacts how you think and the action you're prepared to take. In the next episode, we'll take a detailed look at planning your job search and how to put together a personal job seeker plan. 
Thanks for joining me. I'm Simon Gray from Career Codex, and this has been the ICAEW Guide to Successful Job Search. Until next time, take care and talk to you soon. The ICAEW Guide to Successful Job Search, produced by The Podcast Company.